This week we visit the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State. Are we going to talk about the weather for the first <laughs> 10 minutes? First 10 minutes That's of the show? our tradition. Because that's what we've been doing. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, I mean, it seems like a tradition. We might as well do it again because it is like the wettest, rainiest, dreariest coldest day that i can remember in a long time it's gross it's, it's really as we're recording this it's really really gross outside and it's right been now. raining all day but at the same time we look at the like the weather report for the midwest right now and they are in it they are in for it this week like yeah. the whole upper midwest like from minneapolis to chicago through all of ohio it looks like it's going to be the worst winter week up there ever so i'm glad to be right here yeah, it's supposed to be beautiful tomorrow. Cold, but beautiful. Yep, cold, but beautiful. Cold for us, not cold for anyone else. Yep, so... I think it's in the 50s. So come move down. We don't, we only need more and more people. <laughs> yeah, more more uh, um, Yankees and Midwesterners invading our our southern state, as I did, Andy and I like to argue. I he did, thinks it's not a southern state. It's kind of is. We, we agree <laughs> to disagree. I was thinking about recording, doing an episode where I talk about, like, Things that I've learned since living here, yeah, for in the past almost eighteen years now, is one of the things Thing- that you have to know that a blinker may not be that someone's turning; it may just be that they left it on. They just left it on, or they're, they're going around the entire world to the left. <laughs> yes, yeah, I just. Yeah, the blinkers is it's optional, right? I mean, yeah. around here it seems like it. That's like the local gag, by the way. Just or not using it at all because I was just I just ran to our local Wawa to get us all um, a coffee and the kids a hot chocolate because it's so cold and wet and dreary. So we were like freezing and we thought we'd treat ourselves. And on my way back. I'm sitting there waiting to pull out, and this guy is coming, and I, I assume he's going to keep driving because he doesn't have a blinker on, and he turns right in in front of me. So I could have gone because he was turning, you know, right. but I, he didn't have a blinker on. So as is tradition. Yeah, there you go. It's as, either as is it's tradition. either on all day or it's not on at all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I thought about. Like, since it's going to be really, really cold this week, and this is, like, that time where people go, you know what? Screw it. This is the last winter I'm dealing with this. I'm going to move to Florida. I kind of want to maybe put together a list of just things that I've learned or things that are, like, maybe different from expectations or the way the ways you yeah. change after you move here. It doesn't really – I don't know if that really quite fits in with the overall theme of our show because we try to talk about fun things to do and well, theme is parks. That, and is that, really, is that how it happens? Like, you, you just – it gets to a point where you, like, break and then you're like, I'm out of here. I think so. Or maybe <laughs> – a lot of people kind of think about it. They think about it. I kind of want to live where it's Cause warm. Because you were different. Like you, even as a kid, you always thought you wanted to live in Florida. Yeah, I did. I did. Because you had family down here. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you like from the beginning, you thought one day I'm going to move to Florida. I always had the bug in my ear and then eventually I hit a point in my life where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to just do it. So, But I remember last winter when we went to Chicago for Christmas... Um, your parents went up, and it was a freezing, freezing winter up in Chicago. Um, 
And they said at the end of that trip, and these are like native Chicagoans, right? They said, we're not going to come back here in the winter yeah, anymore. Like yeah. that, that was the last trip for them during the winter time. That was an unreasonably it, cold winter. They were though. like, they're like, we're getting too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, said a famous person, lethal weapon. <laughs> right. Getting too old for this stuff. stuff. Yeah. So I had a really weird dream last night. I wanted to tell you this this morning, but then okay. I wanted to save it for the podcast because we do this sometimes. We'll be like... Hang on, I want to tell you about this. You know what? Let's save it for the podcast because it's more authentic, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. It fits with this. So I had this one of these weird dreams where it was really, really real, but completely ridiculous to the okay. point where I woke up and I was like, was that real? I got to look up. Is this this thing they're actually going to do? Oh, it was a SeaWorld dream. Okay. I had a dream that SeaWorld was putting on this major event, pay-per-view, selling tickets. Everybody could come. Okay. And they were going to put... I had this dream. It was realistic as can be. Okay. They were gonna, they, we they, believe you. It wasn't about the... The, it was all the lead up to the event. They didn't actually do it yet. Okay. They were going to put a bull shark in a giant tank with a great white shark what? and let them fight to see who wins, who's the ultimate shark predator. Oh my gosh. And sell gambling on this. And, and you had to pay-per-view. look this up? You think that they would it really was, do this? No, they would not. But, you know, it was so real. I'm like, is this a thing? Or maybe is it like they're taking, maybe I read it somewhere that people were going to like put like, survey out there or vote on the ultimate <laughs> shark but i like had a dream this was like a real thing and i'm like oh my is gosh isn't real is it i had to look it up this morning and no it was totally not real you know what that reminds me of is remember do you remember um it was like shark week maybe three or four or five years ago i can't remember how long ago it was now but they they hyped up this shark week thing where it was michael phelps oh, right. racing a shark and they hyped it up so much for weeks and weeks and weeks and everybody watching it it was such a huge letdown because it ended up being not Michael Phelps it was racing CGI, a shark. Right? It was a CGI shark. Yeah. And I thought, like, I, I, I knew he wasn't going to really be racing a shark because how are they going to set that up? How are they going to tell the shark, okay, go, you know? Yes. <laughs> but I assumed maybe okay, maybe they're going to have a shark be on one end of a cage that with a like a glass door or something so he can't get out and then have like blood on the other end. So he's going to swim straight for the blood, you know? And like, on your mark, get set, and then open the door and the and shark goes, goes out, out for the blood. Like, I thought it was going to be something like that. But no, it was just no shark. There was no shark. It was just a CGI shark. And everybody was hugely disappointed. And that's kind of how I see that <laughs> having being turned out because like... If it was a great white shark and a bull shark, first of all, you know they're never going to do that because, like, like people play ignore each other. It reminds me, right? Probably, but it reminds me of like chicken fighting. What's are the you know that it's like illegal, right? Right. So that's what it reminds me of. So you know they're not actually going to do that. So it must be some kind of CGI thing if they are if they're announcing that, which they're not. Andy just dreamed it. (laughs) Something, or maybe it's a brilliant idea that I had because it'll kind of take the heat off the whole whale shows. Hey guys, forget the whale shows. You you think that was bad? We're doing something way worse. Over here, right. we're we're putting sharks against sharks, and people are betting on it. Oh my god! We brought in Bruce Buffer from the UFC to call it. Can you imagine the, the fighting? The, the fighting out of the Gulf of Mexico. Who, corner. The other guy that you listen to, um, Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan is there. Yeah, yeah. He tagged him. He tagged him. <laughs> fighting out of the blue corner, the no. bull shark. Oh, oh my god. gosh, that would be hilarious. That would it wouldn't be, be hilarious. No, but it, would, it, it would solve their whale PR problem if they did that. <laughs> yeah, that's one way of doing people it. People would forget about that in a, in, a, in, a, in a hurry. Yeah. But oh that's not gosh, real. That's so crazy. But yeah, SeaWorld, go with that. You know, if you want to get rid no, of that whale don't. PR problem. SeaWorld, trust me, don't go with that. 
Start with the Siamese fighting fish, right? The little betas, they oh, fight. Oh, that's horrible, Start too. there and yeah. then, you know, upscale. See how that works out. <laughs> Sell tickets to that. See right. How, see how many people buy. See how many pay-per-view buys you get. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, so that's something I wanted to tell you about. That yeah, was really weird. That seems like an interesting dream. Yep, so... I don't remember what I dreamed about, but I can tell you it wasn't that. It probably won't come true. <laughs> I hope that one doesn't come true. Yeah, it's really terrible. Too. That what kind be... of a weird world would we be living that in? Sea world is doing that. Yeah. So you looked up some news yeah, there's, stories, there, right? There is a lot of weird. Not weird. I'm still on the word weird. Um, yeah, some stuff came out. More um, more details about the Jurassic Park roller coaster this week. Oh, okay. I think last week or the week before we talked about how they <clears> put up some barricades. Yeah. And there was kind of a surprise announcement that they're building a roller coaster, a new Jurassic World. Yeah, I think that was last week we talked last about Last week, yeah. yeah. So this week, some more details came out from uh, WFTV in Orlando. They kind of first broke this story. Okay. And they've got some of the plans and some of like the the layout of the track and okay. a lot of details kind of came out. And we'll put this all up online so you can kind of see what this looks like. But um, this is going to be like a pretty major deal. This is going to be a really large roller coaster, oh, like yeah? right on scale with the Hulk. It's going to oh, okay. completely change the landscape of the the park. Well, and it's like right on the water there, so I think that that'll be um, kind of a cool visual too across from the park. Right? It's going to go across the water. It's going to start in that Jurassic, you know, where the Jurassic yeah. Park section is yeah. there. It's going to go through a. Now, if you look at the map, it kind of takes up. The, there's a big part of this that the fans and people are calling the spaghetti bowl and that looks like it's right where the pterodon flyers is now so i don't know if pterodon flyers is coming or going hmm. yeah we I, talked about that a little i bit hope last it week. stays and they sort of interplay them that would need if they could kind of get both that would be hard to too. do though i mean you definitely have to have some serious clearance there you know right so i don't know that well be- they did that with dragon challenge where they were kind of interplaying and then something happened yeah you know what happened there I remember, like, somebody threw something and it hit somebody else in the eye. Somebody threw the... Yeah, they used to interact and they used to duel. And one day, one idiot ruined it for everybody and threw something from one of the trains. hit someone in the eye. The person eventually lost their eye. Because of that, they had to stop dueling them. Right. So maybe they learned their lesson there and they're not going to have coasters kind of going too close to each other. Yeah, it's too bad. But this coaster was supposed to have, like, an indoor dark ride element to it. When you first start out, you're going through, like, an indoor dark ride Mm -hmm. themed area. Uh, again, we don't. This is none of this is confirmed. This is just speculation. They posted these plans. People who are a lot smarter than me all looked over the internet them. looked at it and <laughs> said, "I think this is what's going to happen here." Um, two launches. One that looks like it's going to kind of go straight up and then straight back down, mm-hmm. like your very favorite ride, Rip Ride Rocket. Yeah. Except without a chain, kind of a, a launch section. Yeah. Um, then it's going to go through a big swirly twirly area that again they're calling the spaghetti bowl which is near where Pterodon Flyers is now. Yep. Cuts across through like a cheetah hunt type section where it's going to go back and forth weaving around. Uh, this is being designed by Inaman, the same people who did Cheetah Hunt and a bunch of other roller coasters. I thought you were going to say the same people who do the donuts and Intamins. Intamins, Intamins, Intamins. I wonder how many people get those two mixed up. And then it's going to go across the lake. It's going to go really close to Hogsmeade. So it's okay. going to be... Right around I, there. I hope it doesn't mess with the theming of Hogsmeade too much, because when you're in that area, you are, you know, you are in Harry Potter world. You kind of are transported. Yeah. It, it looks from the map, you're going to kind of see it pretty close. It's going to come pretty close to that bridge that overlooks Hogs, I mean, Hogwarts. When you're in when you're in Hogsmeade, though, you can see... Um, what's that roller coaster, Hagrid, that it's ha- over around Hagrid's Hut? Yeah. Um, 
The new one? No, the old one. It was Dragon Challenge. Dra- no, no, no. Not the not Dragon Challenge. Oh, the one uh, that's still there. Flight of the Hippogriff. Yeah, Flight of the right. Hippogriff. I mean, you can see that roller coaster from Hogsmeade, and it's a roller coaster, so obviously that doesn't fit with the theming of Hogsmeade. There's no roller coasters in Hogsmeade. So, I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal if you see a roller coaster in the distance. You're, everyone knows you're actually at a theme park. You're not really in Hogsmeade. So, I, I, I mean... I'm just saying that you can see a roller coaster there. Right, 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 right. You know, I mean, so it's, it's a, it's not like you can't see already see a roller coaster. I can already hear. Main. I can already hear that one guy complaining online. He's going to be like, "You guys mixed up your themes. I didn't want to see a Jurassic Park roller coaster showing up near Harry Potter." My oh, brother. I can hear that one guy. Yeah. Trying to get ahead of that guy. He shut. Up. He should shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's sounds like it's going to be pretty cool. I don't know what they're going to do with Teradon Flyers. This is your yeah. the one that you love to pick on. Uh, it, it's just the the, the wait time. The queue line is really yeah, long. Yeah, it's highly inverted <laughs> for the enjoyment factor. It really is. It's got the, <laughs> the the line to fun ratio is a lot of whack. Yes. That's a big deal for me, too. So this is something, we mentioned this before, as far as um, Animal Kingdom goes, because there's been some rumors about what they're going to do with... So you're changing gears. This changing is a new, gears. New piece of news. Okay. New piece of news. Okay, got it. This isn't Florida yet, but it's something to keep an eye on. So Rafiki's Planet Watch. Yes. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen over there. But it's going away. Well, it's going... Is it closed right now? I think... I keep hearing that I it's, thought you said it was going away. There's... It, they said it was going to close, and then they said it wasn't. But this week at Shanghai and Disneyland, they just... Disneyland Shanghai. Yeah. They just announced a Zootopia land going in there. A whole Zootopia land. Oh, okay. And there's been kind of spec- rumors, rumors that, that, that yeah. might come here and Animal that Kingdom would be, cool. would be think, the place naturally to put Zootopia. Yeah, I think that that would be really cool. I mean, that was a really cool movie. You know, uh, the the land of Zootopia when when they're, um, the bunny, I can't remember her name now, um, on the train. Judy. Judy Hopps. Judy, Judy Hopps. Thank you. Of course. Um, when she go, she's on the train and she's going through all the different worlds of yes. Zootopia. Yes. You know what it kind of reminds me of a little bit is, um, what is that movie that we just, I just recently saw it, um, where it's all based in the, um, the internet. Um, Wicked the, Ralph? No, no, no. It's, um, you know, they're all avatars and they're looking for this treasure that, um, oh gosh, what's it called? The, um, uh, you know, they're all, they're, um, st- gunters, they're oh, egg hunters. Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Yeah. Thank you. Gosh, okay. I could not remember the name of it for some reason. Um, but it reminds me of that because that had so many different worlds to it, you yeah. know, obviously because the internet can have as many worlds as possible. But, um, but I think that was, I thought that was really cool. Well, in that movie in, in Zootopia, she takes the train, right? Yeah, that's to, what I mean. And this... Rafiki's Planet Watch has a train already. It does. And you got you have to get on the train and take you over there. So I can kind of see how they might not have to change anything, right? You could you take well, a I mean, train they have to over a lot, there. But but yeah, I know what you mean. Like the the way in. The way in. Yeah. I hope that doesn't back people up though. Everybody wants to get into this new land, but you gotta yeah, take a train. It there. probably would. You know, it, that's it, a it's a kind of a bottleneck there. Right. It'd be like taking the monorail to Magic Kingdom yeah. every time. Except <laughs> right. you gotta take another little train to get within a little land. So but it's kinda neat because Zoo, um Toy Story World opened up at the Shanghai Disneyland before it opened up here. So there is kind of a precedent for Things opening St- stuff there, to show up there, and then they get around here. You know yeah. how Disney is. They kind of, of move things around. That's cool. That yeah. sounds really cool. I think that would be neat. And the last thing I wanted to mention to you, and I know this is going to make you very happy, because we are a big fan of this. Um, okay. This is from the Walt Disney World 
uh, Today blog, they reported that Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, this is the new yeah. the new ride where you get to fly the Millennium Falcon. Yep, and Galaxy's Edge. It is going to have a single rider line. Oh, good. So, yes, that's huge. That's awesome. That's huge. So, yeah. we are big fans of the single rider line. Every, even if there's four of us, for anything that has a single rider line. Well, especially now that the kids are a little bit older right. and they can handle it, you know. I, usually, um, they don't like to go on it the first time by themselves, which I don't really blame yeah. them, you know. You don't know what to expect. You want to be with somebody. Yeah, right. Exactly. But, um, but like, if Toy Story... Um, Slinky Dog Dash had a single rider line, we probably would have ridden it a lot more than we have because, you know, it, it just enables you to get on there easier and you're not really talking to people while you're on the ride anyway, so... Like, how many times have we gone on the Hogwarts ride at Universal or oh, Men in Black because of the single rider, right? Or uh, Expedition Everest, Expedition you know? Everest, uh, Test Track. Right, there's a ton of so, them and it's a great it's a great feature. Yep, I just we love that. It. it cuts the line it substantially for it does. you. That's Aerosmith, great. not so much. That single rider line can be... Well, that's a only a two-seater. Right. And you got to have a party of three. Any of the seat, any of the ones that... Because most of the time, people have even parties, you know? So anything that has an odd number of seats has great single rider turnover, you know? Like Men in Black. Like that Men in Black, it's, it's, exactly. It's six. Yeah. Which, well, that's an even number, but it's also a weird is, number. And test track's the same way. Right. You know? Three the and three. six. Yeah. So, yeah, right. yeah, there's something about that, yeah. right? That six seat yeah, thing. Yeah, it turns over the single rider line a lot faster, so... That's, you know, it's a huge feature, when, especially well, on Harry Potter and Hogwarts, those trains, not trains, but those little car things, they see four, which is like yeah. a typical number. But that single rider moves quick, too. It moves quick, too. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I thought um, that was exciting because this yeah, thing is going to awesome. be so swamped with people when it's when it opens. Every every ride that, is swamped with people when yep. it opens, I swear. Any little Even thing. Even like, like, you know, Avatar, it's still, every time we go, 120 minutes, you know. Yeah, I know. We need to get a fast pass way in advance for <laughs> yeah, that thing. Yeah, it's impossible. Yep. So, anywho, did you have any other news? That's it. Just wanted to um, talk about an email, or not, a, not an email, but a Facebook reply yes. we got recently. So, a couple weeks ago... And we've, we forgot to talk about it last yeah, week. Yeah, I totally spaced on this. So we mentioned um, Niagara Falls, the Niagara Falls fan on Carousel of Progress. Yes. And I said, I need to figure out what the deal is with that. Yes. And I came back and I spent a week and I couldn't find anything. Yeah, and we all waited on the edge of our right. seats and you came back with... There's no reason for it. I, well, my reason was it, it fits with the time. Niagara Falls was a really popular tourist yeah. attraction during that time and of the year. And we almost world. immediately, and I'm so thankful, I'm so thankful that our that people who actually listen to us are starting to interact with us because we really appreciate yes. that. But, but um, we heard from one of our fans, Megan, that she was like, uh, no, dude, there's totally a reason. And, and I she knew, found I, all the reasons. I knew this too, but I didn't put two and two together when, wow. when, when I read this. I know. Wow. What a failure. And the reason why, this reason. <laughs> Well, again, this could, we don't know if this is real, but <laughs> it might be. I hope it is. Um, I actually did know this, but okay, I ahead. didn't put two and two together. That before Walt Disney World was <clears throat> chosen to be in Florida, yep. um, the very first place that Walt Disney looked at was Niagara Falls, Canada, yep. which is crazy. Yeah. So they thought that'd be a good spot to go because um, it's already a big tourist attraction. Yep. It's mm-hmm. right in the middle of like a hugely populated areas. You're right by Toronto. You're yeah. kind of halfway between New York and Chicago and right. Boston and Philadelphia. It's all a day's drive from all those places. What a great spot. Right. But it's, Canada and it's cold <laughs> like half right. the year and they can't keep it open most of the year so uh, they said well let's look for a place on the east coast that we can keep open year round and they looked at Florida and uh, that's where it ended up but the Niagara Falls fan in Carousel Progress Megan 
speculates, believes, maybe it's probably true, it that probably this is. was like a little Easter egg, like a, like a little homage to that. Yeah. So I think that's great. That's right. awesome. Thank you so much, Megan, for for doing our research for us. But uh, Carousel <laughs> Progress was not built here originally. It was actually built in Anaheim. It used to be there, and they moved the whole thing over here. So yeah. I, I wonder if that fan was... If it moved with it. That moved with it, or if it came <clears throat> later. I don't know. That's kind of... I don't know, but don't promise to look that up. I'm not. That's too much research (laughs) on a stinking fan. Well, good. That's awesome. I'm glad we were able to answer that question with Megan's help. I hope so. I hope they did it. (laughs) If not, I think it's cool. I think it's interesting that they looked at Niagara Falls as a place to build the park. Yeah, I would like to go there. I would like to go there. So let's talk about what we did this week because we had a really great time. Yeah, we had a really good time yesterday at uh, Epcot's Festival of the Arts. Yes. Yeah. And... I, I don't know. I know we've been to this before. In we the past, did. We went a couple years ago. But again, just like Food and Wine this past year, we really went to Food and Wine and experienced Food and Wine for the first time. I don't know why we hadn't really gone in and experienced in, in the past. We'd always kind of just been like, oh, it's something to deal with. Right. It's crowded we're, because of this thing. So, you know, the, we're going to have to fight lines more, blah, blah, blah. We never went through and really experienced what Food and Wine was all about. And when we did, we fell in love with it. We right. Fell in, love in, with in it. the past, we bet we were there anyway and it was happening. Yes. And this time we said, you know, let's just embrace it and do the Food and Wine and go around all the park places and, and buy it. food. It was had great. A blast. So that's what we did this um, week as well with our, uh, you know, the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. I felt. We weren't there as long as we were the first time we went to Food and Wine, but I did feel like we um, had a really, like, good experience with it, you know, enjoying it. Yeah, we did the little Find Figment Challenge. Yes, and it's very similar to the same one we did with Food and Wine, which was Find Remy from Ratatouille. There's, like, a hidden Remy, and it's like a scavenger hunt throughout every different country, and you find them in that country. Right, with Remy, you get a map, and you've just get, you've got to look for... in. For food and wine, you had to look for Remy, the little rat from Ratatouille. It was a little statue. It was a little statue hiding out. He was doing out. something. And he yeah. was easy. Every place you went. I don't know that he was easy, but he was easier than yesterday. Yeah, this one was actually challenging. It and, was I, tough. and I loved it for that. Yeah, it was definitely because, tougher. And thank goodness for you, because you kept finding them. Yeah, but not without a lot of looking and yeah. struggle and challenge and exploring. It did. It took, right. a, it took a lot, uh, especially... Especially Japan. Japan, well, Japan. America. We had the toughest time in Japan. Some other lady we ran into said that this was her second time doing it, and she was doing it again because she couldn't find Germany the first time. And we had a tough time with Germany. You Which one was Germany again? You weren't, I don't want to spoil her. Spoiler oh, I wasn't it. there. Yeah, you had to go, ha- you, you took off for a second, yeah. and we went around and looked in Germany. It took us a long time, but the way it works is there's these like famous pieces of art that are, I guess, famous from these different countries yeah. or the artists is from these different countries and they hide this painting somewhere in the property or in the in the pavilion and Figment is in there somewhere. It's he's hidden in the painting. Yeah, and you got to find these pictures and you don't really even know what picture you're looking for in each land, which makes it even better. You just have a, a list of paintings. Yeah, they give you a sticker book that has, what, 12, 12 13 paintings. Whatever, however many there are, yeah. Um, so it has all 13 stickers are you know each sticker is a painting and it's the original painting it's not a painting with figment in it it's the original like so if like mona lisa it's a picture of mona lisa yeah if if it's the mona lisa it's a picture of mona lisa but when you find it on the wall in that country it's 
figment dressed as the Mona Lisa. Yeah. And that was the big one. Sometimes it's, it's yeah, obvious. it's pretty obvious. And the other ones he's kind right. of hiding in there. Yeah, like the Mexico one, he was like in the smoke of the volcano. Right. You it, know? Wasn't so something it was a little you'd more see, subtle. It wasn't something you'd see right away. Right. The China one, he was kind of hiding in the pattern yes. a little bit. And the Morocco one, you he wasn't in it at all. Yeah, it was just his colors. It was like, yeah, it was like yeah. a, a prism of figment. It was, so it was like all a mosaic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I like this a lot because... The countries at Epcot are really, really cool. Like, they're all really yeah, great. They are. And there's a lot of times you walk past them and you don't really go pe- in and explore. In there too much. Yeah. This, like, forced us to explore. Yeah. And with the Ratatouille one at Food and Wine, the little guy was hiding, usually just like on a food truck or something or one of the food carts. He was easy to spot. Usually he was kind of like out there in the middle of everywhere. Right. Yeah. This one, you had to really go looking and you had to, like, yep. go deep into these countries yeah. and look for him. I know the China one, he was. No spoilers, but he was... He was hidden. He was deep in, in, yeah. in the China. In Morocco, he was like... In Japan, in too. Japan. They, yeah, they were, you had to really go looking and, and explore every nook and cranny of the country. And America, like, I mean, we, we went through America and we passed right by it. And, right. And... And because, like, they had, like, there was, like, a door kind of open that kind of could cut it off a little bit, you know? So you didn't may- maybe look that way. Yep. And... Thank goodness for you, again, because like, you're like, oh, there it is right there. And, and I we saw it by like, accident. I just yeah. happened to be looking right there. And we yeah. had just walked past it and said, well, it's not in here, you know? Yep, yep. So, I mean, they're not easy. Same thing with Japan. We walked past it twice, and we didn't see it, and you caught it at the end. Was Japan the one we almost gave up on? Yeah, yeah, because, well, it was funny, we were walking all around, we couldn't find it anywhere, we run into this other family who's like, have you found it? Because they had the map in their right. hands, they too. they had no idea. We're like, no, we haven't found it. They're like, I don't know, they, they, some lady told us that one of the, one cast member, this is a second, this, this is what happened to us with, um... The Ratatouille one too. A cast member told them that they're all on the all outside. All the paintings are outside. And that was and, a lie, and that was not true at <laughs> all. And I told them, I'm like, that's not true. I'm like, we just came from Mexico, and four of them were inside, and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, they were totally inside. And so, and then with the Ratatouille one, someone told us that Mexico, he was inside the pyramid I was just in about Mexico. To say that. Yeah, which he wasn't. He, he wasn't even remotely inside. And it's dark in there. We're looking through all so these it, dark places. Like, I don't know why he? these cast members are giving wrong. I don't know if they are just trying to throw you off, which I doubt because that, I mean... Why they would they? They probably just don't know. They probably just don't know, and they're guessing. Because you can't know everything about everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It's a huge place. So, But it was so fun. I mean, we had a blast with it. You know, making it harder was fun. You well, know? the fun thing about the Japan one, the, the picture we were looking for, you've probably all seen it. It's like that famous wave painting. Yeah, that it's Jap- a like that blue tsunami. and white tsunami wave. And in the picture, in the this version, Figment is like surfing, surfing. in there. Right, so you have to find him surfing on <laughs> yeah. this wave. And we ran into this other couple and this other family, and they were looking for it, too. And we ended up in this part of the Japan building we'd never been in before, like, ever. Yeah. And I said to them, like, well, look at this, though. Have you ever been up here before? We've never been even in this part of the pavilion before. So yeah. this is what it makes it cool to go it looking does. for. Um, Morocco, again, we were exploring way deep in there. And that right. is such a cool spot. Like, when you're in there, you really don't feel like you're in the U.S. anymore. It feels like a movie set back yes, there. Everyone's walking around. And it's and it wasn't a lot of people back there. And Yeah. It was um, nice. I, I really, really like that. I enjoyed it too. Yeah. It does make you explore. And I mean, the other thing too is like, man, you really get your steps in. I think by the end of the day, we had like 14,000 steps. Definitely. And we just went around the countries once, you know? Yep. Um, but you're walking back into different places, into nooks and crannies that you'd never been before. So 
it was yeah, it was a good day. And it's a great thing to do with kids because like our kids are probably like a lot of kids in the, the Epcot countries are probably their least favorite yeah. thing. I remember they need being a purpose. Right. I remember being a kid not loving the countries. Now I was right. like growing up, I love the countries. Yeah, it's just I know. a fun place to hang out and get drinks and stuff. Yeah. Um, but that gives them reason to go back there and do right. it. And, yeah. and I guess there's other scavenger hunts they do like this. I guess they do one for Easter where you gotta find Yeah, eggs. we didn't know that, but we yeah. did, that family that we ran into told us there was an Easter one and a Christmas one that we missed. We, missed, we didn't yeah. even know about the Christmas well, one. Well the flower and garden fest is coming up. In a couple of months, I, I bet they probably do one. I bet I that's the, probably bet that's the, Easter the Easter one. one yeah. yeah, so we got to go back and do yeah, that for sure. And it's yep. really fun. Like, I mean, at the end, for example, at the end of Epcot Food and Wine, when we did it, they give you like a little cup. You know, I mean, so you pay like six bucks for this map that has stickers on it and all this stuff. And then when you get done, you take the map back to a store counter and they will give you a cup, you know, and that's kind of you paying six dollars for the cup. But it's also an experience, blah, blah, blah. blah. So this time it wasn't it was a um, kind of like a little activity coloring book that also had stickers in it and things like that. which the kids weren't as into. Really, the for me, the six dollars was worth it because of the experience, not because of the, for prize, the prize. that you got. The prize yeah. was kind of chintzy, but the, so, the thing to do was really cool. Yeah. So, um, and you know, while we were at it, we were you know looking at other stuff and and enjoying the festival too. <laughs> Probably my favorite thing, other than the the scavenger hunt that we did, was these interactive art um, photo ops oh, that they had. Yes. So, yes. It was so fun. They have these like um, paintings that you can walk into. They're famous paintings. <laughs> They're famous paintings. And it's a three dimensional like, setup. For example, the um, what's the one that was in America? It's the um, the, the uh, General Washington crossing the Potomac. Not right. Potomac. Sorry, the, the Delaware. Delaware yeah. you've seen it where he's got his men in the yeah, boat and he's a looking flag forward. And yep. he's like, yeah, looking forward at something. And um, so you go into this, you know. 3D painting and you're standing it looks like you're in the boat with um, General Washington right so and there's a cast member there taking your picture and again we've talked about this before on our top 10 ways to save money at Walt Disney World but if you hand them your picture or your camera your phone or whatever they'll take a picture they'll take a picture with your camera so you don't have to buy the the Disney one and they're they everybody does it they, like, can you take my and picture? they don't they don't mind they're right. like oh yeah absolutely um so that's what we did we handed them um our phone and they took a picture with us as well so it, it was just it's a fun little thing like we pose so I'm like you know pointing off in the distance and Andy's like leaning over the I'm boat the acting, like he's, getting seasick. acting like he's seasick about to throw up over the edge and it was really fun so um there's a Mona we, Lisa the, one. Yeah, there's there was Mona the Lisa, scream. the scream. Lots of different like interactive photo ops that were so fun. And there were lo- I mean, the, there were lines waiting, lines of people waiting to take these pictures. And it was worth it. I they mean, went quick. They looked longer than they were. Like you'd see 20 people in line. You'd be like, that looks like a long line, but it went fast. It went pretty fast. Three or four yeah. minutes, you're done. Mm, not, maybe not three or four minutes, but definitely less than 10. Nobody lingered. You know, yeah. Nobody like was yeah. like... So Take my good side. Was, Get my close up. Everybody was pretty yeah, good. It was fun. They also had um, chalk artists there painting um, sidewalk art, some 3D sidewalk It was that art 3D art where you stand back and you look yeah. at it. And I posted one of the pictures, the picture this day on our Instagram account. It's, yes. Um, it yeah. was um, Rapunzel with right. her hair coming right. down. So it was really cool as well. I, I, they just have all kinds of little 
artistic things all around. I love it. I love it. It's really the, the fun. The food all had kind of like an artsy yes. theme to it. And there was artists there selling their stuff in like tents. Like a, if yeah. you've ever been to a, an art festival, like a local art festival, you know what they're like. They've yep. got those tents. People are selling their stuff. Similar to that, but it was spread out across the whole place. Right. The artists that they had, I don't know the whole, um, I don't know, the steps involved in getting in it, but I have yeah. the feeling that they were, it's not just any old guy can come up and open up a tent. I think they're pretty selective on who they let in. Right, right. Uh, the art, the one thing that I will say, all, most of the art that you could buy there was very, it was all Disney-ified. Like, it was yeah. individual artists. Not all of it, but very 90% much so. of yeah. it. Yeah, so that was my one thing. I feel like all the art kind of started to look alike because it was all Disney-ish, yeah. but, but I liked a lot of it. Like, I loved the guy who had the old, like, retro posters for yeah. old attractions and things like that. Yeah. That was really cool. Some of that I looked at and said, ah, I would love to put that like in our like fun room. Right, right. And the prints were not that expensive. Like I looked at some of the prints. Yeah, they were like $30 or $40. Like $30 right? $40, yeah. which I actually thought was pretty reasonable. I, right. I, I picked this up kind of expecting, okay, I know what stuff costs in the theme parks. Yeah, and right. I remember going to like um, the Harry Potter Festival mm-hmm. at Universal. Yep. And they had some of that art from that. And yeah. I picked those up and those prints were like $90, 100 $200. Yeah. So I pick up some of these prints looking at it expecting 100 not you know ninety a hundred two hundred dollars and forty dollars for yeah. this really neat like print. And, good size too. Yeah, it wasn't good size. Little, yeah, yeah a frame. I'm like, this isn't too bad. Like some of those prints were not yeah. that that expensive. So yeah, that it was wasn't. It was pleasant surprise. But you could also buy like a postcard version for like five dollars. Right. So. Right. Yeah, I, I think that they had options that if you couldn't afford the $900 painting right. version, you, you could get you the know? $40 print. <laughs> right, and exactly. I love those. Like, I just like retro attraction stuff. Like any kind of like retro, like retro travel posters yeah. and retro. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love that I do kind too. of stuff. I so, do too. It's fun. To see them do that. And it was very, all the art was very Disney characters and Disney attractions, but in different styles. Yeah, like they had one guy that was, it was um, very reminiscent, and it actually said Thomas Kincaid Studio on it, so I don't know if if he was like, if he worked from the Thomas Kincaid Studio or something. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. Right, but it was a different guy. But it was like from his studio, and it was, it looked exactly like Thomas Kincaid paintings, but it was like, you know, the Lion King um, it was the like Savannah of the Lion King and had all the Lion King or it had, you know, um, the the moment in uh, Little Mermaid where Ariel and the prince are like in the boat, you know, right. and it has like and it looked very Thomas Kincaid like. Yeah, out of the water. exactly. Yeah. It looked very Thomas Kincaid like, but they were Disney scenes, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of the actual artists were there. I was looking around. Yeah, there were. Was there? Yeah. I was looking. Yeah, okay. there were. They there were, and there was. I I saw one guy actually um, over by Canada. He was signing one of the prints uh, for somebody who had just bought bought them oh, for. Him. I must have missed that. Yeah, and he said he, it was funny. As I was walking by, I heard him say, "He's like, don't you hate it when you start to sign your name and then you forget how you do it?" And I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's ever happened to me, <laughs> but I probably I probably don't ever. I don't sign as much as he does. <laughs> My signature is a big squiggle, just so I don't right. ever have to think about it. So, um, yeah, it was really cool. The other thing that I really liked about this Festival of the Arts was it wasn't just about um, art art. Like, it wasn't just um, painting art or drawing art. They also have Broadway um, theater actors coming and performing there. So right. it, it was performing arts as well. The big stage in the back yeah. near the American Pavilion, so right? So at the um, American... America Garden Theater, Gardens Theater, 
they have um, Broadway actors coming from, you know, all the different Disney Broadway shows. So th- there's a ton of diff- different Disney Broadway shows, everything from Beauty and the Beast to Mary Poppins. Lion King. Lion King, People absolutely. People who perform in those are there live. Yeah, so they have, you know, every... Um, couple of weeks they have like different people coming to sing and what I thought was really cool and I told you this last night and you were like I didn't know that is one of the people that are coming it's coming that is coming to see sing there is um, a native uh, Floridian and she used to actually work at the Stras Performing Arts Center down in Tampa yeah in Tampa Florida so um, she made it big she became Nala on Broadway and she toured with the national tour and um, and she's coming back to sing so I thought that was really cool that's awesome yeah, yeah. that's awesome she yeah. started here and then yeah she started she went, here did she go to USF yeah South it says um, in her little bio it says she's a native Flor- native of Floral City Florida and a gr- proud graduate of the University of South Florida her name is Kissy Simmons and when- she's I've met her and she's a really nice person cool so she started here went to New York and yeah. now she's back she's here made it big. Yeah. performing on that stage. That's very, very cool. It is very cool. That's very, very cool. You know, one other thing I thought was pretty funny was those human statues that they had going oh, on. Oh, yeah. That was fun, too. Right. I'm sure a lot of y'all have seen this. It's the people who dress up in... They cover themselves in like a metallic makeup and wear like a metallic looking yep. clothes and they are a statue. They had this going on. But when people would come up and take a picture with them, mm-hmm. they would like sometimes jump down off yeah. the pedestal, sneaky, and get right. up behind the person and scare people. Right, and right, right, right. Everybody, we're just kind of sitting back watching. They were people, having fun with people it. get startled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's that's one of the great things about uh, about Disney always is just that. It's never like stuffy and stodgy. It's always just let's have fun and have an amazing time and and enjoy your day at Disney. So and, yep, and you can tell people doing that were getting like a look on their face. Yeah, like, they, they were just like having a blast. Yep, yeah, they yep. were having a blast, startling people all day long. <laughs> right. They're expecting to get a nice little photo op, and the person opens their eyes and just spooks them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, why would somebody at Disney do that? <laughs> they also have um, some like other things like that are included with park admission like they have like this paint by numbers mural oh right um that like you and it's free like i said it's well it's included with park admission so you go nothing's free yeah you go and you get um a little um you know plastic cup of paint with a number on it and you can take that plastic paint over that plastic cup over to this huge mural that's a paint by numbers mural and you find your number and they ask you to paint five squares so like you know don't go crazy you know because other people need to want to paint too right. it's a community but, paint my numbers yeah. you, you get to do your five squares other people come and do their five and exactly then, i think i don't know how often they turn it over but it's pretty quick i want to say it's gotta be there with all the people that are there it's like every day they put a new one up there <laughs> i would yeah. think so yeah um you know they've got the photo ops like we talked about um and the chalk art um and this is something that's all they have all the time but I still always think it's great they have um, kid cot in every single country which is a little um, arts and crafts table that kids can go to and do an activity with folks um, cast members that are there and um, a lot of times we found this is a tip for if you're going a lot of times we found that the um, scavenger hunt with figment the paintings were oftentimes nearby near there, there. Yeah, yeah that was the thing if we couldn't find the, not always not always yeah but I felt but, like if we couldn't find it that was like a place that was to a look. good good place to start and, yeah. then, and then often it wasn't even there <laughs> it wasn't yeah. but sometimes they were right. so but if you're doing um, that thing you gotta look because they yeah. were 
keep your eyes peeled. They were in there. They weren't like right in the front, like <laughs> no, the like the a ratatouille. couple of them were. It was funny. Like there was like one or two that were like, oh, that one was easy. Yeah. But then there were others that, man, they were not easy. <laughs> and if, well, a few of them we thought, okay, well, in Norway, for example, we thought there's a, a little museum there mm-hmm. that's dedicated to like Norwegian, yeah, like art, this, right? Well, yeah, and you go in there and there's this thing that says like Thor and Loki and oh yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, Odin and stuff and and I wonder how many people who aren't familiar with those as like Norwegian mythical characters mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. think it's all just from like Marvel and they go in there and they see all this like Thor stuff <laughs> right it's like right. really old right 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 yeah. that's funny yeah but probably. that's where we went we went in there expecting to find the, the figment picture in there and, and it, it wasn't, wasn't. No. and even though that's like their little art museum it's not that's in there that's another tip there yeah. it's not in there yeah. but we're not gonna tell you where it yes. is <laughs> um, they also have a lot of uh, workshops too that are more they, they're um, in addition to your paid admission um they are $39 and they have a variety of them. Like we saw one um, on YouTube that it was like a, a floral arrangement workshop. So um, they all seem to be, you know, obviously art kind of themed, but um, you can pay for these $39 experiences and go, get, you know, kind of go above and beyond. So yeah. And if you are a pass holder, they're giving out the magnets. Have you ever seen those pass holder magnets yes. and you wonder where they get them? Yeah. It's like, how does everybody, I, we always wondered that. Right. How does everybody get these pass holder? It's like, surely not everyone is buying these magnets and putting it on their I've never thing. seen them for sale anywhere. Yeah, Even exactly. Now, that's I true. I have no idea where they that's sell true. them. That's true. So I'm like, I'm like, man, it just seems odd to me that so many people have these magnets not knowing until just this past year now with, we have with um, International Food and Wine Festival. They give them away at the Food and Wine Festival right. to every pass holder. So um, like us, we have four mem- family members who have a pass. We get four pass holder magnets so um now we have more than our share yeah, they're all over the they're all over the garage fridge too because right. nobody wants to put them on our car so anyway but it was a really fun time i i would highly recommend it yeah i think we're gonna go back again absolutely yeah i think we should because i feel like there was a lot we didn't see we were there probably what like five or six hours we got the, yeah we got there around two in the yeah. afternoon we stayed till about seven, seven. We were we actually almost went to Magic Kingdom, but that then, was the plan. It yeah. was like we had planned. We're like, oh, let's go to Epcot for a little while, and then we'll go over to Magic Kingdom. And we had fast passes for Magic Kingdom actually, but then we ended up staying so long at Epcot because we were having so much fun that by the time we left to go to Magic Kingdom, we were all kind of like, I'm kind of pooped, you well, know? Well, it was cold too. And I it think was that cold. was the thing. Yeah, <laughs> and it was cold too. So um, we ended up just coming home and releasing our fast passes. Cold by Florida standards, which yeah. is below 50. It got to, it was about 49 at that point. And yeah. we were like, a little chilly. Yeah, exactly. And it was getting like a damp chilly. But all in all, I had a really fun day. Yeah, so it was awesome. I would got, highly we, recommend it for you guys if you want to go. It was a fun, fun day. Yeah, we got to go back out there again. Thanks, guys. Find Figment. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much anywhere you download a podcast. Another more direct way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through on the button that says Become a Patron. It's a safe and secure way that you can support the show, and there are different levels, some of which will give you bonus content and even qualify you as an advertiser on the show. There is also an Amazon link on our webpage. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast or search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We will see you guys next time.